You're listening to the Robert Hartley Games Master Podcast. The following is the audio from my interview series, Short Rest, aired live on twitch.tv forward slash Robert Hartley GM. During the Short Rest series, I sit down with a fellow tabletop role-playing game content creator for about two hours and get to know them a bit. If you want to see the accompanying visuals at any time, you can find them on my YouTube channel by searching for Robert Hartley GM. Enjoy! Friends, fans, and fine folk, grab your drinks and snacks and come on down around the short rest campfire to watch the Season 5 trailer for my friends at Deerstalker's new Season 5 of One For All! A crime has been committed! One of you shall answer! It was her! It was that pink tiefling! Whatever happened to innocent until proven guilty? Arson! Murder! Magic! Stop hitting me so hard! Why did you break in here? He's cheating! Disqualify him! Bailey Burke sweat. You know, I had a whole session planned out. And then you guys, you just went ahead and murder-herbered your way through the whole town and then went completely off the rails. So now I am improvising a whole new campaign on the fly. So I'm sorry if it's not as consistent as it could be. Now, can we get this game back on track? With friendship, you get your wish. With friendship, I'll got you like a fish. Friendship means you get your turn. Friendship helps your enemies burn. Friendship is the food on your plate. It's the knife in the throat of the people that you hate. It's the white hot rage that helps you in the war. It's the brains on the walls and the birds on the floor. We'll destroy you. And that's what friends are for. And how was that? Did you enjoy it, everybody? Welcome in, all of my friends. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to uh, Short Rest. Welcome back to Short Rest, I should say. This is the first time that I've had return guests. Say hello. Make sure I've got oh, your audio. Yes. Good. Hello. Good. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> yeah, first yeah. time, first time having return guests to a Short Rest. I uh, I in- interviewed or chatted with at the very least you guys. Uh, what two years ago or so now? Um, when I was. Has it been that long? Some, it was something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, really? Yeah, when I was first starting the short rest series, it might have been like a year and a half or something. I can't remember exactly. I know, and I've been um, uh, I've been streaming uh, for two and a half years, but I don't think I've been doing short rests the entire time. I think that was a slightly later thing. Wow. So, Watcher, the Watcher is in chat. Adam from Viva the Dirt League. He's uh, he just says, "Dang, that was a good trailer." Oh, thank Thanks, man. <laughs> and, he's like, and, and he's like, damn, that was a good trip. I wasn't expecting it. Normally that stuff's shit, damn. but like, <laughs> yeah, maybe it was a damn. Maybe it was damn. Was I, I, I'm surprised as everybody else yeah, that it turned out as well as it did. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it is. nice seeing like little moments, like little character moments we decided to do in the moment get represented in the trailer as well. Yeah, it's like <laughs> one of the best parts of this. Like, you got to show the best parts in the trailer see yeah, like yeah no it was really fun like, oh i improvised that bit Yay. <laughs> yeah I, I mean it's very it's very interesting like having edited the trailer you know how people complain that like you know movies these days show too much in the trailer mm. but i was just like when i was editing this i was like oh everything's so bloody brilliant i want to put all of it in how do yeah. i cut stuff out so you were you were you were the one responsible for the edit of the the final edit of the trailer 
Yes, yes. <laughs> Very good. Well, uh, we'll go down the lines and introduce people so that uh, so that people from my community know who the hell I'm talking to today. P- people who may not know who you guys are, may not have seen your content before. So, uh, dear stock pictures, if you haven't checked them out, go and do so right now on YouTube. We'll wait. Um, and then we'll go down individually across the line as well, uh, and we'll start with we'll start with my friend Thomas because he's right next to me. So why not? Hey Thomas, Thanks, who are you? Man. Um, I, I go by Forgeling. I, I play a character called Atreus, who is a, a well, we don't say that on stream. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I I guess I'm a, a creator of sorts. I, I do costumes, props, and now acting. Oh God, I'm so sorry. And forging. <laughs> Oh, and forging, yeah. <laughs> Rob, forges that's, signatures. That's kind of the joke of the name. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I actually just stole it off a magic card, but that's also cool. <laughs> really? Like, did forging genuinely come from? It did. It's it's a card from I think uh, Ravnica original set called Greater Forgeling. Oh Except wow. I just took out the greater section. Because you're not great. Lesser. Yeah, just, <laughs> I'll work up to it. <laughs> Working up to it, being greater. That's actually incredible. So I like to I like to generally start off my short rests with talking about names and where they come from and stuff, but. Oh, uh, that's very you. interesting. So I, I, yeah, all, I this, all this time, thought time. it was thought it was entirely just to do with the fact that you forge. You're a blacksmith. <laughs> no, I didn't even forge until like two years ago. <laughs> just like, oh, <laughs> <yeah>. lockdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah perfect, perfect, perfect probably start doing this at some point. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, all right, moving on down the line then, Elliot. Hey guys, Hello, I'm Elliot. Elliot. Um, I'm the writer and director of a little show called One for All. Um, yay! Woo! <laughs> tell, us a little, tell us a little about One for All in case anybody happens to have turned up to my stream not knowing anything about who it is that I'm talking to today. I mean, yeah, I think if you're here without knowing anything about, uh, <laughs> like, I mean, you should at least know about d and I, I would hope. Yeah, I, mean, it would I, I know be, it would be like odd if a charming like... person, but I'm sure you probably like They were trying, trying to get to a different <laughs> website entirely and accidentally typed <laughs> twitch.tv forward slash Robert Hartley GM. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? What am I doing Roll here? It. Natural one on typing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so one for all. Uh, one for all is related to D and D. We've got that much. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it's uh, it's like a web series on on YouTube, which follows a party um, as they go about you know the lands, um, just getting into all sorts of trouble. Uh, you know, pissing off a whole bunch of NPCs. You know that sort of thing. Um, and we cut back and forth between the events in the fantasy world and them playing the game at the tabletop uh, with the dungeon master. And it's uh, for anyone who's like, oh, I don't want another actual play of like three hour content every week to watch. No, this is like comedy skits about D&D. It's not actually following an actual like game. So much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very good, very good. Uh, we'll drop down below me here. Fall, who are you? Hi, I'm Fall and I play Nixie, the pyromaniac tiefling, um, the, the pink one. <laughs> <laughs> the pink one, the pink one of the party. Pink one. Where do, where do people can't find you? You can tell by the coloring of all this. I, I do enjoy the color. We just yeah. call it pink bits. Yeah, pink bits. <laughs> not sure. Not sure we do. Not sure we do that. Not sure we do that. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't think we can call me that. Let me, let me check my notes. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. I've got to cross through it. Didn't, didn't oh, say, yeah, that, didn't say this stream had to be. <laughs> didn't say this stream had to be PG 13, therefore, I can say whatever I want. Um, uh, where can people find you outside Someone's of getting a talking to, like, uh, outside yeah. of one for all fall where, where can people find you um, you can find me at fall uh, cosplay um, on uh, here on twitch um, and instagram twitter yeah you can find me on all of the places, places. Um, fall, fall cosplay yeah. people know how google yeah. works 
All right. In the middle there, we've got Kendall. Kendall. <laughs> uh, <yeah. You're> gonna... <laughs> okay, he disappeared. How rude. All right, I guess we'll move yeah. on. Uh, Jen, how are you going? Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jen, or Selling Cosplay. I am the uh, makeup artist for One for All, and I also play Vlitherin, the Trident Cleric, um, who I can actually reveal is in season uh, five. Five, <gasps> four. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> We've done this for five seasons. <laughs> you, you get to a point um, around about number five where you start to lose count, and you're like, wait, no, it can't be five, surely. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's, what's the saying? Is it six seasons in a movie? Is that what six the... Six seasons in a movie, yeah. Yeah. Hey, don't talk about our, our future plans here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's very much later in the, uh, in the We gotta get past season five. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is where Supernatural should have stopped, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was at its top, yeah. Um, yeah, and I, um, yeah, so I do, yeah, all the, every, all the special effects. Uh, it's kind of like me, basically, basically mostly me doing the makeup. Sometimes I have an assistant, which is amazing, uh, uh, night. Just go by night cosplay, just night. Anyway, um, they're amazing. Um, but yeah, you can find my uh, my cosplay work on uh, yeah Facebook, Instagram. I actually use Facebook weird. Um, uh, Twitter, everything at Soylent Cosplay, and on Twitch, I am Soylent Play because I don't know why I decided to make <laughs> that the cos. The se- just different. <laughs> <laughs> I really shouldn't have, but I, I did. That's the thing. Not what you want when play. you when you yeah. come into branding and marketing. Consistency. They say everybody says. Don't go for a consistent name across all of the different yeah, things. Yeah, no, right? everyone's different. Definitely, add a couple help. ones in there too. Yeah, could, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> put some underscores in some of them and put yeah. some letters on the end in others. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah. So that's who they are. If you guys are here from their communities and not my community, I'm Robert Hartley GM. I'm a full-time dungeon master and TT RPG player. Um, I run a campaign for Viva La Dirt League comedy group here in New Zealand. Um, and ever since we started and you guys started uh, in our respective communities. There have been nothing but comments like, hey, you guys should call up with the Viv guys. And you guys should call up with the Deerstalkers. So it's, uh, it's good that we uh, finally actually became friends and were able to work together in things. I look forward to uh, to working together with you even more in the future as well. Um, so first thing I wanted to talk about with that trailer, another musical? We're getting another musical? We get, oh, yeah. get another mute. Oh, yeah. oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I was so excited when I first saw it. So I saw the uh, I saw the trailer sneak preak preview at PAX Australia about a month ago, um at a uh, at a panel that you guys did sh- to show it off. Um and I was very excited at the time. So let's talk about the musical or what you can say about it anyway. Who was who's wh- where did the idea come from? Just from the the numbers on the previous musical and went, well, we're going to do that again. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it was just so fun to, like, shoot uh, yeah. the first musical. Like, Bardic Inspiration is just, like, you know, like a bucket list thing to shoot. Like, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. It's so camp. The song is epic. And, yeah. you know, we were just kind of like, yeah, we have to at least try to do this again. Um, but, get that I mean, tiny. of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course, like, we, we have, you know, like a huge, like, I guess, uh, bar to hit um, to... Yeah, uh, that's always the thing, so isn't it? Like, yeah, there's it, it, a double-edged sword, isn't it? You go, you look at something that's done really well, and you go, "Well, we've got to do that again." But also, that's the expectation now, <laughs> so we've got to yeah. surpass that somehow, or at very <laughs> least meet it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I, I thought, like, in, instead of like trying to do 
exactly the same thing like let's do something that's kind of like adjacent mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so we don't necessarily have to compare the two i mean i'm sure yeah. we'll get some comments being like oh yeah. bardic inspiration oh, but you'll get you'll get a million comparison yeah, comments. Yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing the funny thing is like it's always amused me those sorts of comments because you go if you want, like, this isn't Bardic Inspiration. Yeah, go watch Bardic Inspiration. It's still there. Like, you can see <laughs> it's, it's not a theatre no, piece. It wasn't, it wasn't a one and done. Yeah. It, it exists on the internet. If you want the exact thing, it exactly exists on it. Go watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, I deleted it, then uploaded again in Asia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah delete it and upload it. The, the Redux. Yeah. <laughs> the butthole cut. Right yeah. the, the what cut? <laughs> what? No. The dubstep <laughs> remix, I can't wait. Oh yeah, the dubstep yeah, 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 that, that one, yeah. We get Felix involved, he's very, very retired at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see, I mean, get get Dread involved and do some beatboxing for me. <laughs> yeah. oh, he was going to start a beatboxing channel. He was, yeah. <laughs> he was, I, I, we're going to hold him to that. <laughs> um, so, so, the idea, obviously, there you go, we're going to start, a, we're going to do a musical for this next season. Um, what is the next step in that? You go... We need lyrics. We need, or we need a plot. We need an idea. Which comes first? Yeah. So I mean, I, I originally had the idea of like a bard off or like a mm. battle of the bards. Right, yeah. Um, and people who've watched like the recent uploads to our channels, um, we did like a, a little kind of like sneak preview of yeah. who the new character is going to be. Mm -hmm. As like a little introduction thing. Um, and people just really love that character. So. Uh, uh, I don't think it's much of a spoiler to say that there's going to be a, a bit of a, a, a back and forth between nice. um, this guy. And you you have not heard, um, his name's uh, uh, Zephyr, played by uh, Matthew Predney. And uh, Matthew is just an amazing singer. Um, he's got a beautiful voice. It's like, it's he's, he's a triple threat, like, you know? There he is, right on the camera, right there. And, um, <laughs> there and, he, and so he's saying oh, he's better he than, like he's, like it's good to have an actual singer be able to do it, it this time. it's so yeah. good to have an, a real actor on set because the musical was great but like now we've got somebody who can actually like sing so, um, yeah, so when, when we talked about the the redux of uh bardic inspiration we're just getting matt to sing it instead delete bardic inspiration dub over thomas <laughs> don't even like try and cover it <laughs> make it super obvious oh my god well, all right they, they did drop it on, <laughs> like, on me it's like by the way have you seen the other guy he's like he, he's like a full-time theater like extraordinaire and i'm like oh <laughs> okay step it up <laughs> me la, singing la, in the la, shower la, la, la. Mm, suddenly <laughs> hey i've seen you sing uh, karaoke, yeah. bro. Uh, yeah, yeah um, I got. Ooh, I got videos of that yeah, <laughs> yeah so, I, I i thought it Patreon. was like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I thought, like, just uh, just to give, like, uh, Tom a run for his money, I thought, like, we'd get, like, this, you know, really good, talented singer on board, so it would actually be, like, a challenge, and I yeah. think, like, both of them did, because like... Thomas is so know. proficient at singing, that's what we were saying <laughs> before, we were saying Thomas is such a good singer that I mean, he's got a... to meet him on his own. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a good good set of lungs, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Not much else. Um, so we have jumped right into this before I even usually set up. So how I like to start my short rests is like setting up the short rest because you know we're, we're, we're D and D. Yeah, I mean that's how it is. If you guys got it, I can't expect anything less. I am used to the Viva La Dirty guys, so don't worry about it. I'm used to getting us back on track from a million miles away. 
Um, so I like to set up a short rest. So we, w what mission are we in the middle of? If we're the uh, adventuring party and we're out doing something, why do we need a short rest? Are we in like a an urban environment? Are we in like a sci-fi environment? Are we in like a, are we underwater? Are we in a volcano? Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? Ooh. Ooh. I mean, you can't above. be under a volcano, urban. can you? <laughs> Uh, under volcano? Urban, urban volcano. An urban, urban volcano. an urban underwater volcano. Yeah, it's, right. it's like, is and, that a geyser? So there's, so there's a yeah, there's so and, the, so that works. So there's like a fire giant civilization that lives beneath a volcano in the hot, the hot, uh, steamy geysers and the waters that that live beneath mm. there. We're on a mission, obviously. It must be a high level, uh, high level adventuring party. Um, oh no, we're severely out of out of. Like, <laughs> we're like seven is, second bro, level. This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> like how did we end up here? <laughs> it's like D and D yeah. D and D Dark Souls edition. <laughs> we just like we just took a wrong turn and didn't, and the and the GM's like super uh, sandbox or nothing. And so they're like, I'm putting no boundaries. <laughs> you guys get to go into the fire giant civilization. I just right. got action surge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've not even taken my subclass yet. Um, so we so we find ourselves out of our depths in an, in a fire giant uh, volcano. What are we What are we doing? Are we in, have we found like a pocket of air that's actually breathable? And <laughs> I think we're in a hot spring, right? Hot spring, yeah, nice. Yeah, uh, but like a lava hot spring. A lava hot spring. We're just taking so a short rest. A searing <laughs> hot spring. Uh, what are yeah. we What are we eating on this short rest? Probably some jerky. <laughs> it was fresh meat when we came in here, but it's been it's been, it's been <laughs> flash <laughs> it's been flash dried. Yeah, <laughs> just like you kill a pig, you kill a pig and take off the leg, and as soon as you do, it's shriveling up in the heat. And you're like, well, this has gone convenient and gross. Jen, what are we what are we drinking on this shot rest? Drinking? Oh gosh! Ah, probably an energy drink of some kind. <laughs> energy, energy drink. Curry sweat. Just or just, coffee. Just downing, Morning brown. He, downing heal, healing potions one after another to make up for all of the all of the fire damage that we're taking on yeah. every single round. Caffeinated yeah. uh, healing potions. Excellent. All right. So uh, now that we're set up around our very restful short rest, I'm sure. Uh, I I like to start mm. with talking about like names. So let's start with Deerstalker pictures. Uh, for anyone who's missed the previous short rest and whatnot, I'm not sure if we uh, even remember if we covered it then. So long ago, I've slept since. Um, Dear Stalker Pictures, where did the, where did that name come from? Um, so, oh, this is like a long time ago, like yeah. a decade ago. Way back. Um, I mean, like we were just at the time thinking about doing like, uh, you know, like the fun little like uh, cosplay convention music videos that were like mm -hmm. super popular super back in the popular, day. Yeah. Yeah, like we were thinking about getting into that, like right oh, as the they first were kind one. Of <laughs> taking off. Yeah, yeah, that's how how long we've known this guy for. <laughs> how long he's been a, a thorn in our side. But yeah, we were just like uh, <laughs> looking for like a name to kind of call ourselves by, and you're like uh, just a bunch of factors at the time just kind of all pointed to this, like uh, to Deerstalker, because we were like, you know, a lot of the other production companies at least in in brisbane had like you know some kind of animal name as mm. like that so it was like uh i don't know something moose or something uh sneaky zebra you know like uh <laughs> we were just like uh so we need like a an animal in there and then like uh sherlock um uh was really popular at the time mm -hmm. um and of course the hat from that um and then i think the 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 final moment that kind of like really made us like choose 
the deal was because um, it, it was like the final year of uni. Um, we were trying to do like our our film um, for the year, um, and uh, I, I wrote the scripts, and it was like you know kind of inspired by like uh, Princess Mononoke. So it's like you've got the forest spirit that looks like a stag, and we were just like, we how do we get like a deer? in the film and film it like i we didn't know how to do that like of course because we're students we're like yeah anything's possible we'll just figure it out yeah um just go find a deer (laughs) yeah just go find a deer and then we drove home from uni at like 2 or 3 a.m in the morning and like i live across the road from a golf course and um driving down the highway on just on the the medium strip between the two roads i hit was just (laughs) close nearly (laughs) There was there were three three deer like a mummy a daddy and a little baby deer just just casually walking a up. Little rainbow. And yeah. we all ate well that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just like this surreal moment, like because obviously they shouldn't have been there. They, mm. As soon as we like we we saw them and we we're like, oh, we need it. Let's pull over. Let's put one in our boot. <laughs> as, as soon as we did that, they they obviously ran away and like uh they just ran across like a four-way intersection and like you know a car swerved to avoid them (laughs) it was just like this really like insane moment we're like all right well i guess that's what we're doing that's what we're calling ourselves (laughs) now and then so you started out with the uh with the the sort of cosplay stuff that's how you met uh forgling because he was used to do cosplay which explains his lack of acting talent um yep. and then and then there we go and then you met <laughs> falls like <laughs> what <laughs> you can't just say that she forgets that uh, we've hung out a lot now <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i'm a lot closer with bad. thomas these days than i used to be with, like the first time we interviewed you um, <laughs> in which you still gave me a lot of shit so, no, you got like you gotta start as you mean to go on uh, then you met like through the cosplay stuff you also met uh, Fall and Silent and Eva because Eva does cosplay as well right and all that stuff uh, or no no uh, yeah we know um, Eva from the cosplay community and also the Lolita um, J fashion community right. so um, you know when we were uh, trying to figure out like oh what I have an idea for a and d show it's like she was actually the person who kind of like ran our first one shot for us Right. Um, so she she's kind of r- responsible for all of this mess. <laughs> so if you're looking for someone to do to, to, blame, to blame for one for all, <laughs> um, um, yeah. And yeah. I met Thomas from when I was quite young in the in the cosplay community. I don't think you like. I like telling you. I don't think. Don't say the story like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was five. Uh, <laughs> he was twenty-seven. Um, <laughs> I was twelve. <laughs> oh, whoa. Uh... No, I think I was like fourteen when I when I first started like fully cosplaying, like getting into it properly. Mm. And that's how you met Thomas, and then through Thomas you met Elliot. So no, I had some friends, and then they were cosplaying Lord of the Rings with you, Thomas. You were playing. Um, who are you cosplaying? Bard of all things. Bard. Oh, yeah, great. Bard. Yeah. Well, Bard has a stupid Bard. name. <laughs> yeah. It's been yeah, written just... in the stars from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Long, long-haired, uh, semi-bearded man. That's 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 my <laughs> I role. Think I was Spider-Man. And you were Spider-Man. Yes. I don't remember Spider-Man from Lord of the Rings, but maybe I misunderstood oh, the story. Okay. Hey, if, extended, if you extended, saw him, yeah. he wasn't doing his job. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was on the crew, not the cast. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man was behind He's the doing camera. All the rigging, obviously. <laughs> yeah, every time there's a drone shot, it's actually just him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then, Silent. How did you get involved? How did you get to meet them? Um, I like. I think I think I I knew of everyone from within the cosplay community, but I think I was only really close with Tom. Um, and then I think it's all his fault. Um, basically, um, they had started f- uh, filming One for All. I think they were like three episodes in the first season. And I think Tom basically was just being like, we need a makeup artist. Hire a makeup artist. I have a friend who's a makeup artist. And just poking <laughs> people on the side yeah. until finally they were like, okay, fine. We'll, we'll bring someone. <laughs> and then um, I got to, I came on for um, Murder Hobo was my first episode uh-huh. um, where I got to just throw blood yeah. directly into Eva's eye, which was fun. Uh, <laughs> unintentional. So it was a good first impression. Um, I'm a professional but, um, makeup artist. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. But yeah, so I think I came on and I helped obviously um, fall with, with the Nixie makeup and yeah. did the did the blood and stuff. And I think um, I, I think I, I must have been helpful because they were like, cool, you're coming back for the rest of all time forever. Yeah. Well, and yeah. then you're never I, going I, anywhere. I got Thomas to help me paint my back like once. Oh yeah. And then since then he was just like, no, I'm never doing this again. We need a makeup artist. <laughs> <laughs> so we... to be fair, like it, it, it I drew a penis. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I Weaponized incompetence. Yeah, well we were using just like brush just brush paints, like just straight out like yeah, which yeah, is like I, obviously I had, I had yeah. to mix face paint with white foundation. That's how I would make oh, my wow. body. So I would be there, like everyone else would start like, be getting ready. Thomas didn't have to get ready because he like takes twenty minutes to like yeah. get into costume, and I'm there like, like, like this. mixing my paint so that I can start painting myself. Oh, but yeah, so we we cut down like three hours of getting ready time for me yeah. down to like an hour and a half because of Jen, <sighs> and it honestly like it's made my life so much better. <laughs> yeah, and that's still such a long time though for just like before you could even shoot just putting oh, all the look, color like, on. I mean, people have gone through so much worse. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, like, um... Mainly Kendall. Yeah, yeah. Kendall's, <laughs> Kendall's gone through so Kendall's been stuff, through yeah. the ringer, yeah. He's had every prosthetic known to man stuck to him. Oh, so. my God. And, like, and around him as well. Like, he's been on stilts. He's been in, like, stilettos. Like, yeah, corsets, to, contacts, yeah, corsets, contacts, teeth. And that's why we got him involved. Give me a... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. Give me, give, me yeah, a, yeah, give me a rough ballpark figure. How many NPCs does he play this season? This season? Oh. This season. Well, oh my god. Oh, plays, like... yeah. <laughs> yeah, just... yeah. That's a, oh, that's a, a, trick, a trick question. Cause... <laughs> yeah, he, he, plays a, he plays a lot. In the in the final episode, he plays uh, like way in. too many. Oh, yeah. 20. Double yeah. digits, yeah, easily. We we uh we did not half ass uh, that episode. We, <laughs> we, we full assed it. Yeah. How, many, um, yep. how many episodes are we looking at for season five? Uh, we're doing six again, so six uh, we just kind of and he does, settled and on he does like twenty six. NPCs over the six episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Last episode. Wow. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I just got, have, it's really fun though. I'm just thinking of from my own experience with the Viva guys and doing the green screen stuff, and how they're like, can, can we try and cut down on the number of NPCs that you're playing because of the time it takes for you to get in and out of costume <laughs> to get through the green screen in a day? So we need to actually have time to get through it all. And if we're playing twenty cast, uh, twenty episode, uh, twenty uh, characters in a day, we're not going to get through. Yeah, I, I mean, like, just because we we wanted to like this was our first season um, where we got uh, actually like Kickstarter backing. Mm. So season four and five, um, thank you to our generous Kickstarters who 
helped us reach that goal um and helped us like go like all out like plus ultra um just so ridiculous um so you know we spent all of that money and more um just to to make kendall into as many people as possible Mm. (laughs) just all of the money just on him that should have been just the kickstarter goals of like after a certain (laughs) amount of time you run out of stretch goals so you just like the next stretch goal is I'll add another NPC for him. And the next stretch goal is I'll add another one. Another I get a hat? Like... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get the hat, thank you. Every, every goal after a certain amount is just more NPCs for Kendall. But like exponentially more as well. Yep. <laughs> All right, cool. So we've got about six episodes to look forward to. Does that? So um, one thing I've noticed different about the way you're doing things now is that you've also got those like shots and standalones that you've been putting out. Are those those aren't included in the six so you've got the six main body episodes and then you've got all these ideas for these other things that you've been putting out you got yes that's more right. of those shots and standalones as well or or was the were those were they to be like the t- to tie people over between four and five that that was because um you know we we kind of knew uh with our kickstarter like deliverables that we were a little uh overdue for that so we're just kind of <laughs> like uh, you know COVID, all that stuff um yeah. but we're just like uh we're kind of we're waiting on post-production like you know we got like a song and like music and um vfx and all of that stuff to to kind of wait on mm-hmm. um so we were just like let's just do like some little like bite size um just standalone mini episodes to kind of tide people over um and also just introduce um or reintroduce some of the characters that are going to be returning Mm. yeah Um, because obviously since like you know season one season two all that stuff we've we've grown a little bit so (laughs) we've got a a lot of uh new followers who who maybe aren't familiar with these returning characters yeah if they haven't gone back and binged every episode so far because that's yeah. another thing you got to take into account is that like after after a while you've got enough of a body of work that there are people who aren't going to go and watch it all because it's so much and people aren't going like to see them in order and things. 30, 33 main episodes out. God. What's the um, what's the sort of duration are we looking at for the episodes of season five? Um, so they're all about like six to seven minutes mm-hmm. long um yeah longer now as well that's a hefty episode i was gonna say is that yeah. like is that that seems longer than previous seasons is it yes it is it is uh, a little bit longer i mean every every single time we're just like we, we just want to tell longer stories you know it's, it's really hard to <laughs> we're just slowly kind of... by season 72 we're up to like hour-long episodes and you just <laughs> you just snuck in there with it you just you just t- uh, tricked people into watching long long yeah. content we're actually trying to stretch people's uh attention yeah tra- train yeah, 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 attention again, spouse yeah. back out again like, teasing it back out, it back out again. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm wondering whether or not there was um it's also because of the location why it's like uh, there's just more to show of like the surrounding area as well as the actors in this season. Mm. I wasn't there, so <laughs> I don't know <laughs> exactly. Oh, but, it was uh... the best, best experience ever. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Great time. <laughs> Genuinely, though, it was I think we all really bonded fun. a lot. For that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> I did want to. Uh, I did want to talk to you about the uh, locations at some point. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt if you had more to say about that. Oh no, I just gotta bully someone. Just, so. just bully. Yeah, just bully me. It's probably a good idea to cut it off. Bullying to get COVID, yeah. Um, yeah, I wanted to yeah, talk because uh, th- there's some incredible locations in the trailer alone. Um, what is that something you've been able to do because of the funding, the ex- excess funding, or because you've spent more time filming now and so you've had more time to actually just do location scouting? 
Um, so that was all um, just thanks to uh, the funding from Kickstarter and from um, Screen Australia, again, who um, helped us just like logistically travel interstate um, to a place in uh, Victoria called uh, Cryle Castle, which is kind of like a, um, what, like a castle from, is it the 80s or something? Um, that's just been like, uh, like it was... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure um, the Tom old medieval would probably know more about 80s. this. Well, like, we we kind of thought it was going to be like a like a what, is it a medieval <clears throat> times like the kind of yeah parks from America, like but mm. but it, it was it was a little bit more authentic than that in some ways. Right. Yeah, yeah it wasn't so, like but, in the middle of a city or anything. It fe- fe- so. Felt less uh, less like uh, like a Disney castle, like plastic and like it genuinely felt like it was an actual. Catholic, yeah yeah it, like it, yeah even though it was yeah just really recent um but like they it just had so many like really awesome locations um and like you know basically anywhere you look in a 360 angle it's all like camera safe so you know it just kind of yeah, let us do yeah. a whole bunch of stuff and like um i'm sure like from the the trailer like uh we we got to use their horses um for a bit of a joust as well um, so they just had so that was so the same, much same location there. all of the the dress and stuff was all in the same yeah all the same spot so how, um, how many of the episodes did you manage to get out of that one location um i think we shot four, four. um however we could have easily shot a lot more <laughs> um we were just, really we were... changed because of like issues with like uh, sicknesses and stuff rather than it being because we couldn't shoot them <laughs> right yeah um, we were there for I think a week, yeah. um, in total. Ten um, days, yeah. Yeah, I've been trapped here for that. years. <laughs> <laughs> True. That's um, that's uh, that actually uh, brings me into something else I wanted to ask about, like your scheduling and your time timeline sort of thing. How long in pre-production? How long in shooting? And how long in post? Usually for your seasons, like so you've you, you said you were there shooting for a week to get the four episodes that you had at, at the castle. Um, yep. But how long in prep for that? <laughs> how, how much time does it take to actually come up with the ideas and write it and do all of the pre-production, the location scouting, everything? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we did the Kickstarter, was it back in October last year? Mm. Um, mm. And I think I I just seriously started writing these episodes right as we were beginning that Kickstarter. Mm. Um, so by the time the Kickstarter was over, I had you know all of the scripts in like a first draft kind of space um and we did also season four um Mm -hmm. between the kickstarter and and this obviously so there was like a a good six months that we were just kind of like uh i mean it was it was a pretty rough time trying to do like basically two seasons back to back because like you know we are in uh post-production for season four while we're also like trying to do pre-production on season five yeah and you know it's just a kind of like a small crew um behind the scenes at Distalker. so you know a lot of us are just kind of like uh burning the candle at both ends uh, yeah. but... <laughs> I, know that, I know that feeling <laughs> yeah i recently I, talked about you. burning the candle with a blowtorch <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that, that's a great analogy. But... I, I, I often talk about my work schedule is like burning the candle at both ends and then breaking it in the middle so that you can burn it there as well. Yeah. <laughs> expose that expose that wick further down the candle. There we go. Just it just in the fire. Just throw the candle in the fire. That's... Yeah, we, we've got Nixie casting fireball on our candle. <laughs> on our candle, yeah. <laughs> so, you, so, you, uh, so it's like how long is a piece of string really like in terms of... Uh, pre-production because months years of, of ideas percolating sitting on scripts waiting for them the, the right time to shoot them um how did you decide which of your scripts you'd do in season five though because you were doing two seasons back to back you must have had a bunch of ideas and did you put a lot of thought into like oh these kind of thematically go together as a season yeah yeah, that was um, always the consideration. Just like, you know, do these episodes work together? Um, and I like I was really keen to do some of the season five episodes in season four. But just because of like locations, you know, we knew that we were going to go down to Cryo Castle. So I knew like this is going to be like a really big opportunity to shoot like, you know, huge landscapes, huge like castle environments. So I wanted to save those episodes right. for then. Um, but then, uh, for season four, it's like, we ended up doing a lot of it in a studio, um, based on like, um, you know, we, we had a set and we're like, we're going to turn the set around three times and shoot like, you know, different variations of rock formation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No one will notice because we'll just put like a different color lighting on it. Yeah. I remember the location yeah. scouting stuff that we were doing for D&D Logic and we were like, we've got no castles in New Zealand and barely any like caves or anything exciting. Because the, there's like a sliding scale of like, if it if it's a really visually exciting cave, it's terrible for sound. <laughs> and so yes. if it's good for sound, then it's really not visually exciting because it's blank walls. And and so we were finding like oh, where where can we uh, where can we sort of find that uh, compromise between the the visuals and the sound, um, and we were doing a bunch of location scouting and we'd find like a corner here and there have been like oh this is this old abandoned war m- memorially type thing that used to be like a, a a base in the Second World War you're like oh it's concrete kind of a dungeon looking thing could be your jail cell I guess if we turn your head and squint and only shoot it from this angle <laughs> but, yeah. but then, nothing like... nothing that's like three sixty save. <laughs> And mm. then you do the reverses in a completely different space. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> completely different space. And then ADR why, most why, of the lines. Was there a reason why you guys didn't want to do ADR, like, over the top, if it was bad for sound? There was once. There was one in particular that was perfect for my finale episode that was, like, a perfectly sphe- uh, circular dungeon uh, with pillars in it and everything. It was pretty much like they'd taken the memory of what I had in my in my head when I was writing it and just made it a location and I was like this is it uh, but because it was perfectly circular walls it it amplified all of the sound to the exact it was like the worst echo possible so we would have had to have ADR the entire script the yeah. every bit of it and you can't do mm-hmm. that without it being obvious and look, looking crap like it's that it's well you can but it takes a lot of work in post um it's it, yeah it, w- it would have been much more costly to do that because of the extra work that it gives you in post to have to adr everything if you ad- have to yeah. adr one character because they've got really difficult prosthetics in their mouth and it's really difficult to talk or whatever then you can kind of get away with it um but you but... can't see the mouths move that much that's <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. how it works yeah but if you but if you have if you have every every uh everyone in all the different um different levels of makeup and and costume and everything all having to be ADR'd some of them will be like really emoting and 
it's no, it's never going to work, unfortunately. Yeah, we, we luckily haven't had to ADR an entire episode yet, but uh, definitely have like bits and pieces. The and line, there's yeah. always like like lines that we add in here and there. Yeah, makes mm -hmm. sense. Um, I have just I'm, I'm aware that I've had a lot of Elliot talking, and I want to make sure that the yeah. other people feel like they <laughs> are talking oh, as well. Um, <laughs> so from from the sort of makeup and costume perspective because i know you guys all have uh, experience with makeup and costume it's one of those all hands on deck sort of a situations where everybody kind of chips in um you don't have a massive production crew that all have their own units and their own their own uh, department so everybody helps out so what in that in that respect what is the process of deciding who does what to for, for helping out with costume and makeup and things because you've all got experience with making costumes and cosplay and stuff Vogeling does a lot of leather work uh, i know that you guys obviously are cosplayers as well when mm. it comes to we need costumes for this next season how does how does it get divvied up it uh, mostly uh, i think eva kind mm. of looks after costuming mostly hmm. um I she know just that... takes all of it and says i'll handle it all pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah well, i mean like originally we all made our like first season we made all our own costumes yeah um like i'm pretty sure thomas and i made ours like in the last like couple of days leading up to filming as well <laughs> i don't know why you say it all uh, like that i don't know like as a filmmaker you're just kind of like we're, goldie and i are on set just being like yeah i hope they come with a costume i hope they have costume <laughs> <laughs> A lot of money to be here today so it'd be nice yeah. if we could shoot something <laughs> so yeah so we, we first season we all made our own costumes um and then because uh we, we only made them to last like you know a couple of episodes because yeah. we didn't think that we were going to be filming for for years um I still got my season one yeah i mean, <laughs> no, I, mean I still have her laying around somewhere too but it's not in a great condition <laughs> they started falling apart like we would have to like fix elements right before filming or during filming um, because we didn't make them. I mean, I didn't make it to last. Mm. Um, I made it like I make my cosplays, like, you know, wear on an event at an event and yeah. then it falls apart. You remake it and then you go <laughs> yeah. to another event. Um, mm. But then it got to a point where I was like, hey, no, obviously this is going to be a lot longer lasting. And so I passed my costume off to, to Eva to, to redo and, mm. and remake for each season because um, she actually has a degree. Oh, like she, she actually studied costume making. So I was yeah. like, I feel pretty yeah. safe just handing it to you and we'll <laughs> collaborate on what it looks like and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. mm. most of the costumes are looked after by her, but I'm pretty sure you made your own costume, Jen. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, yeah, yeah, I did um, Lutheran, but that was also partially because obviously, uh, hearing that Eva makes the costumes when we when we say that that means like the extras, the main cast, the everything. Yeah. Um. So she has a very very big workload every mm -hmm. season in pre production. Um. So when we can hand off certain elements to other people. Um, that's usually what we do and pre-production for makeup isn't nearly as extensive as for costume so I usually only need about a week maybe more if I'm making my own prosthetic from scratch but most of the time I just need to source that stuff and that's it right. all my stuff happens on the day so I have time ahead of time so when when Blitherin, when Elliot came to me asking me to um, to do Blitherin, um yeah I designed and made that one uh, myself because uh, I've just I've been doing it for years and uh, it was just easier on Eva to not have to have a full um, like 
cleric builds that I have to do. Um, plus, I had a really, I had I had ideas because I really wanted to do web fingers for the Thrin. Yeah. Um, so I really wanted to to be involved in that because I wanted the, the the to make gloves for her and stuff, which ended up coming out quite good. I was happy with them. Um, did you and some... did you regret that decision later on? Like once it make, removes your manual dexterity on set, or no? It's actually not too bad. Um, like I mean, I can't use my phone, but like like with any gloves. But like otherwise, I actually it's actually has like because the fabric is stretchy so I can just have full okay. range of movement I can't like grab anything like a bottle because the, the flap <laughs> right, there gets in the yeah. way but it's really um, good for holding twisties yeah yeah <laughs> really yeah like, really oh, good for oh, face you're, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're the unit table into the tough <laughs> box and walk around offer them out yeah, here you are. Yeah, yeah. I love having the having the the dust on my gloves that will never <laughs> yeah, come well, off. Take take yeah. just the gloves to the dry cleaners every after oh every shoot. Oh, cheese yeah. dust, Jen. That's uh, that's just. <laughs> um, just the chips. It's just the dust. No, um, and I think outside of that though, I usually usually when um when I come on for co helping costume, I usually just do um like armor stuff because mm. um I've I've got some experience with foam foam work. So I did the armor for the paladin in season. Was that three or four? Three? Four. Season three. It was three. Three. Uh, yeah. Um, I did Slash the armor, five. which was actually a remake of my armor I made for an ad we did for AFK, AFK Arena. Arena. <laughs> oh, I didn't um, know that. That's cool. I made a I made a full Lucretia build for that for that trailer, and then we took <laughs> that armor and we repainted it and put made it for the Paladin, which is what happens with a lot of our stuff on the show. We, yeah, we re make re it once. Reuse, uh, yeah. repaint, repurpose. Makes sense. Yeah, that and one. I, and I think uh, it's going to make an appearance in this season as well. Actually, that yeah. breastplate. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and also, um, uh, Zephyr's costume is actually uh, re repurposed from the, the bard from that same mm. AFK arena. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. Like, yeah, like lo lots of stuff just kind of gets reused. Yep. Um, so sense. yeah, like, uh, so uh, and Eva... Something, and then something further down the line comes up and you're like, oh, an Easter egg, we should have that character from season two show up. And you're yeah. like, we don't have that costume anymore. Yeah. It's it's in seven <laughs> different places. <laughs> yeah. Antrius is, is wearing half of it. And... <laughs> don't know why. He's not meant to be. He's just not even one for all. <laughs> but also, um, also not to, to take away from the fact that like also Thomas has made, like, because uh, Antrius has a bunch of leather elements as mm. well, and Antrius mm. is... Uh, Thomas has made. <laughs> Sorry. Has made and also them, your yeah. coats. Some some seasons you've made your coat as well. Yeah, uh, four out of five uh, <laughs> are mine. Which is, I thought you were, I thought you were rating. Four. I thought you were rating her description of what you do. You got four out of five right. You got four out of five right. One of them you got completely wrong. Eighty percent. Yeah, eight percent is eight credit. <laughs> that's a distinction, right. actually. Oh, it's a distinction. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. well, yeah. Yeah. Very distinguished. Uh, I was having this discussion recently about how lax your, how, how how easy it is over in Australia, apparently, like how easy it is to get an A plus. I was talking oh. about the ranges, oh. the ranges of what an A plus. To get an A plus, you need a ninety percent New Zealand. Sorry to tangent, but like I I thought I was always told that high distinction was ninety five percent and up, and I think that's what we enforced in the school that I went to. So oh. when you got a high distinction, it was like, you you, you earned it. Wow. And then I, I, I hear later that it's like, oh, it's like 90 or 80 or something like that. I'm like, it's hold on. Yeah, it's 85. 85. I just finished uni. It's 85. I had to get 90% or above to get an A plus when I was at uni. I was an, wow. I was an A minus student. I was like around I'm the a, 80 I'm to 85% student. Wow. Yeah. 
easier in Australia, apparently, according to all the Australians <laughs> I've been talking to. But that's neither here nor there. We were talking about uh, costume and, <laughs> Wait, and makeup. I just wanted to brag yeah. about how difficult it was for me. Um, <laughs> um, when, when I got my bad. maths degree. Hard life. Um, <laughs> so you so, right next to your silver play button. You, oh yeah, the silver head? play button. I, I, I don't, tend to, don't tend to point out the silver play button there. Uh, no, talking I about like that. how it's slightly yeah. higher than, than your degree. <laughs> it's my yeah, that's one of the priorities. <laughs> it's funny, it's not even my silver play button. This one's actually for the, uh, this one's for the Just... D&D channel, and this one's like a homemade one that some fans made me. Some, some oh, that's so cute, they're like, oh, you, you, you'll never get one. We'll make you yeah, one. Exactly, you. exactly. They were like, they were like, now that Viva have got a studio, they're probably going to want this back. <laughs> they're probably going to want to actually put it up behind them in the studio. Nah. What do you so mean they, you don't have it? No one has it. What do you? So a couple of my, a uh, couple of my mods uh, made me, made me one that says, uh, presented to Robert Hartley GM for passing sixty nine hundred subscribers. <laughs> nice. Sixty nine. Yep. Made so, out of molten cans. So do you still do you do you still do uh, the leatherwork stuff for costuming uh, Forge or not? Not, uh, not really. Like I've, I guess I kind of had the same amount of involvement with costumers um, as Jen would have. Right. Mm. Think. Um, yeah. Just from a like logistical standpoint, um, because uh, Eva is up here, um, we got her to do like uh, probably like ninety five percent of the costumes. Um, either like making or like sourcing um sourcing. so she's kind of like you know overseeing yeah. it all i was gonna say um, like so... there's some costumes that she won't be making obviously there's like helmets and metalwork stuff there's armor and things yeah they make the helmets, the helmets. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, yeah so, sometimes yeah like yeah but other or... times it's it's easier to just like you know if it's only going to be in it for like one scene yeah it's just it's easier pirate. to kind of source it rent it yeah um but just because of like logistics um Tom uh, does not live in Sydney, so it was easier for him to make my own shit. Yeah! <laughs> like, I, I say yeah. shit, but I, I do quite like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, I, I like the season like five it. look. Yeah. yeah. It's so cool. cool. Are you, the, are you mm -hmm. the only one, Tom, that lives outside and has to travel when you're for shooting, or is everybody else kind of meet up as well? Yes, yes, I'm the problem child. Not for child. long. Yeah, the problem child. No, yeah. Not, yeah I'm, Wait, I'm, where are you I'm, going, Jen? I'm going to Germany. <laughs> this is how I just leave. This is how you announce it, yeah. Yeah, back to Canada, let's go. <laughs> no, I'll be moving back to, um, to New South Wales very shortly. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, I didn't. This is fairly new news. <laughs> no one. <laughs> no, no one knows. Um, oh, yeah, just the 136 people watching. <laughs> well, they don't know my address. So. But if you want um, to. Neither do you. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, Rob does know it. Um, no, but I'll, I'll, I'll be going back up, and so I don't know if that, that's going to be... Uh, I can start being a maker again, or if that's just like a... It's just a proximity thing. I, I I don't know. I'm not really answering any question. I'm not even sure there was a question. I'll be answering. <laughs> rambling. It's okay. Yeah. I'll edit that out later. <laughs> so so we were so we were roughly talking about like how long things were taking. So we we got to like costume makeup that sort of stuff. How how long when you get to a set and you're like you've got all your you've got um all of your pre production done. You're actually into the production side of things. You mentioned fall it takes like an hour and a half to get into Nixie. Yeah, if if we're being hounded by Vinny, Vinny, then yes, it's about an hour and a half. <laughs> how, how long till? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it'll be like it'll be like. So, do you think you can get done in like thirty minutes? And we're just like just starting to apply like the pink, and it's like ah. Uh, oh, I've had 
I've had many conversations with Vinny about the way that he needs to tell me when he needs stuff done by, because right. he's be like, I need them ready by this time. And I'm like, cool. Well, Vinny, we just started makeup and there's still costume. He's like, oh yeah, costume as well. I forgot to account for that in the schedule. <laughs> yeah, we have like a whiteboard when we get ready. That's just like, okay, so this person needs to be in makeup yeah. by this time. And then this person needs to be in costume by this time and ready for set by this yeah. time. So we have like, that's kind of a schedule. Um, which is good, which has been really, really helpful. That's oh, yeah, we yeah. throw that out, like, within the first hour. <laughs> Immediately, yeah. yeah. Well, look, you know, oh, it was a good addition. there's always going to be something that happens that, like, makes things a little bit more difficult. Like, you know, like, there was one time uh, in an episode that we actually shot for season five um, where I, my contacts just would not go in. Oh, yeah, that was rough. That was yeah. so rough. Like, that was a really bad uh, filming day, like, initially for me. Um, mm. because anytime that I'd put them in, like, I would feel super nauseous. Like, there was one point where, like, my back was to camera, and I had Tom Tom here, and I had Jen here, so this was actually our episode, and... Yes. Enough and, to make anyone want to throw up, yes. <laughs> but there was, like, we were pretty gross. Yeah, we were. Like, okay. off to the side, and there was a point where, like, I couldn't keep my eyes open because the contacts were so bad, and I was like, ah, oh, okay, so there's a bush right there. If I throw up into it, is that camera safe? Like, <laughs> is that going to ruin the shot? You can get oh my the God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's when I was like, yeah, we're taking them out. Instantly lifted. Instantly lifted. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this really, is, this is when you go, out. oh, wild magic surge, and uh, irises look different now. <laughs> Deal with wow. it. I mean, Wow, the episode. What? Yeah. Is that, is, that, is, that, is, that, is that the solution? Alert, maybe. Right, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a dungeon. I'm a dungeon master, and I'm a filmmaker. I'm a writer. I know these things. I'm like, I need. I need a thing to happen for logistical reasons. I'll make it into the story. Oh, wow, magic eyes are different. It was actually the best episode for that to happen on, honestly. It, it That's was. What, yeah, it was. yeah. That, that was the one. Uh, you see in the trailer that Nixie's blue. Got a, uh, um, yeah, yeah. I, I was about yeah. to bring up the fact that she's got blue skin in one thing, and she's also got a beard of feathers at some point. <laughs> I love my feather beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was so fun to make. The thing is, because the mouth hole was so small, like, I had to just be like... Although, on the back of um, asking about, I guess, our getting ready and stuff, like, AD's in for D&D Logic. Oh, yeah. What? Like, <laughs> oh, boy. What, Thankfully, what I does... didn't have to be involved with that because, jeez, there were a lot of costumes and prosthetics and things. Yeah, we had to put um, we had to put Emmett Skilton in his Goliath makeup, full bald, bald cap. Bald caps aren't easy. No, nope. <laughs> nope. nope. So, nope. bald cap and all of the makeup on it with his tattoos and stuff, his, his Goliath tattoos, and put him in, like, big old boots and stuff, and all of his skin down every arm, all of his exposed chest and everything all had to be greyed out. Um, and then Adam in all of his blue makeup and his horns and everything, his, his tiefling stuff. And you're like, I'm gonna get an armor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was. Uh, that's that's why I wrote myself as human fighter. <laughs> so I'm, wearing, I'm wearing armor. I'm not putting. I'm not getting in costume or makeup. Um, and then I regretted it immediately because that armor, although looking good, is very uncomfortable. So yeah. So I definitely regretted that after three days. Yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of timing issues about like making sure this person was in costume and makeup by this point and this point and blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so wild the difference between like when you're cosplaying and like what you can deal with comfort-wise when you're cosplaying mm. and then what you can deal comfort-wise when you're acting. Yeah. It's actually different. 
uh, like, because I think with acting as well, because you're like a lot of the time, uh, I think you know, you don't not, not a lot of people who are in acting know this, but a lot of time you're just waiting around, waiting for your yeah, scene. Hurry up and wait. Doing yeah, hurrying up and then waiting. Yeah. Um, you know, waiting for your scene or waiting for like lights to change around, cameras to change around, like all that sort of stuff. And it really gets to you when things are uncomfortable. Like it, it just it feels like you're just like because when you're you know going to an event or doing a photo shoot, you know you're meeting people, you're walking around. It's like a constant you know flow of things. But when you're filming, it's, if there are things that are, are uncomfortable, it gets a bit much. Mm. Yeah, the uh, the heat is the biggest one. Mm. When you when you as soon as it's hot, everyone's like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you put like something on, summer. you oh. put something on, and you're like. Yeah, this is fine. And then, like after an hour, you're like, oh, it kind of twinges a little bit here, or it kind of rubs a little bit, or it's 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 resting on this part of my hip or whatever. And you're like, it's fine though. Yeah. And then that it's yeah. fine after three days of shooting, you're like, I've never been in more pain. <laughs> yeah, we have a scale for um for Kendall for uh, when he's in when he's in a really extensive makeup and costume situation. We're like, okay, we have a scale of one to ten. Tell us where you're at, Kendall. He's like, yeah, sure, no worries. At we figured out pretty, Yeah, we figured out pretty early on that he we have to add two or three to whatever to, number to he what gives us saying, yeah. <laughs> so he's like oh you know i'm a five we're like oh crap okay hurry oh up God, finish shooting this thing get him in the chest like because he's he's he never tells us properly because he's such a trooper with everything um and there are some builds that are just like you can't get away from the fact that like say the arrow crocker from season four <laughs> yeah. it's just it's just you're blind you're in a corset <laughs> you're in heels it's a lot and like, I mean, it looks amazing though. Yeah, like, it looks such, cool. a, such a cool costume. Suck it up, Buttercup. It looks good. <laughs> yeah, he looked. At, he looks amazing. But yeah, we always want to take into account. Yeah, how they're feeling in the actual costume itself. Because everybody else is kind of used to their costumes, but Kendall mm. gets a new costume every single yeah. episode. Yeah. So it's like going through the ringer every single time. But he always handles it so well, and you can never tell on screen because he always he's always like just like get he gets through it really really well. So I kept, I kept telling telling myself like when the armor was hurting for D and D logic, I was like. The, the pain's temporary. The pain's temporary, but yeah. the, 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 the episodes will last forever. forever. Yeah, like, like, I'm going to look, look good in this armor. <laughs> the fans watching it, they don't they don't know that you're in pain. They don't really even care that you're in pain. They just see the finished product. And yep. if you're just there it. like, oh, like one of the episodes, that... um, uh, one of the episodes was long rest. And, and it was like taking the piss out of how the next the next morning, everything's healed uh, fully. And, and mm. I was just I was like, I'm going to be in the background putting my armor on. I'm not going to be in armor for this, the, the next morning scene. Like when we cut to the morning and the, and the Goliath's all like, oh, I'm all healed again. <laughs> I'm just going to be in the background and the, the cleric's going to be putting my breastplate on me so I don't have to wait. So I just found excuses to just be like, don't, just don't, just don't, just don't put it on. <laughs> I, uh, I genuinely thought about like, man, if I'm playing the same character in, in uh, season two, I'm going to have to come up with some skit about the, the humor behind like a fighter finding that he has to wear leather armor for some reason because <laughs> I'm like I need to I need to write a skit specifically just so that I can only wear leather armor. Did, did you say season two? I might have. <laughs> yeah, we've been, we've, we, we, we did a writer's room for season two. We decided um, instead of me writing all of them, um, and so we have written the scripts for season two, but we've been sitting on them for a while now because they're, they're they're doing studio stuff. The uh, the Vivo guys did the Kickstarter was successful in getting a enough money for, to buy a studio. They bought it um, out in West Auckland and uh, and now in they're West renovating Auckland. it. Oh, I know, right? Wow, um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> we're in. Uh, we, we I mean, you got to go with real estate, is <laughs> yes, man. Yeah. You got to go where you can afford. So we uh, we we bought a studio and it's out in um, 
out in Auckland and we uh, we're renovating it. It's got they they're, they're working on the board set. They're working on the D and D tavern set. Uh, all that sort of stuff. Um, we're hopeful so cool. that we won't have to be hiring out the D and D space anymore because there's just a heck of a lot of extra like overheads and stuff to hire another space when you've already got your own studio sitting there waiting. Mm. So we're we're trying to trying to find the time to the time and the resources to make sure that they can renovate that quickly so that we can actually get shooting in that space soon. And as soon as we've got that, as soon as we've got the tavern set and the um, uh, the fake. Uh, the fake caves and dungeons and stuff that we want to make so that we can actually have somewhere to shoot for those sorts of scenes in season two then we can start shooting it yeah so while away yet but it's in the it's in the works we've got the scripts uh we've got the scripts pretty much sitting there waiting make your plate armor out of leather by the way <laughs> yeah hot, hot tip not even kidding <laughs> i i think i what genuinely like think that that's one, one of the things so we should do yeah you yeah. don't actually have to wear it like it exactly activates. right like just, a made yeah, drama type. Exactly. That's the skit. That's the, that's the skit. We found it. I'll, I'll, I'll write something about like finding wild finding magic magical arm. <laughs> wild magic surge. Yeah. <laughs> the human fighter. Human fighter has a wild magic surge and no longer needs to wear armor. Yeah. Get like an amulet or like something. Yeah. Like I, and then you do get your, your magical girl transformation into like magical armor. Yeah, it's just in like. Uh, yeah. yeah. Go find a medallion. Just subclass into barbarian and then be like, it's fine. Yeah. When I get hit, I get yeah. mad, so it's good now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I gotta um. I gotta find. I gotta do a skit taking the piss out of the uh, the Tasha's cauldron uh, magic items that are like uh, tattoos that can give you armor or something, barrier armor. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a oh, not that one. <laughs> oh no. That one I just thought looked cool. It's chicken noodle <laughs> soup in Mandarin. <laughs> 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 All right. So, Live, laugh. So we're talking. So we're talking about that, how long it takes getting in costume and stuff. Then once you're all in costume, you're ready to actually start shooting. How long does an episode take? Are you shooting several episodes at once, or are you focusing just on one episode? Yeah, just um, because it's all like location based, we're gonna do like uh, basically aim for one a day. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think just uh, for season five, we had some uh, pretty long days, like unexpectedly long. Um, and that's just because uh, I mean, like the day before the shoot, we actually had uh, two crew members come down uh, with COVID, and they could no longer be on set, and one of them was. Jen! Hey! <laughs> it's very selfish of you, Jen. Why did you do that? Yeah, that was a real stressful time. I called Vinny in tears, being like, I don't know what to do, Vinny. I have COVID. I can't come. And he's like, okay, cool, great. So, my actually, I will throw a massive like uh, props to my assistant makeup artist, Lorelei, who had to go from being not on the show at all to being the full-time makeup artist for Jeez. most of season five. <laughs> Um, was I was on the phone with her. Drop her other yeah. commitments. Like... Yeah, no, she was she was on for being my assistant, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm excited right. to help you out." And then I, I called her up, being like, "Listen, <laughs> you might <laughs> you have got to a do promotion." All the <laughs> yeah, you are now the head makeup artist. Uh, but I like I, I literally made a like ten page document going step by step on each makeup look so that she wouldn't have oh, wow. to like figure it out yep. and while, while you were doing that you were, yeah i was gonna say you were doing <laughs> yeah. that document well, while you were while i was know, yeah while i had COVID. covid i was it, it was just before i was actually bedridden for three days so i'd called Jeez. i managed to get it done and then i was stuck in bed but yeah i called i had, I had like a two-hour conversation with her about what to do saying she could call me whenever like she but she like 
she was obviously like like she got like frazzled because she was like that's a lot of responsibility but she stepped up to the plate and as far as i've heard she did a really good job of making things happen even though she like literally she was trial by fire we just threw her in the deep end (laughs) so i yeah so so the four episodes of trial were done by her and then um i did two of the episodes back here in sydney which is like obviously the one i'm in and there's a second one that i um did the prosthetics and makeup for so um, but yeah, I, I wasn't able to go to Kryl, which was very stressful for yeah. everyone involved. At least for you, at least for you, you did find out that you had COVID before you got on the plane. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. our, uh, our poor uh, B-cam operator uh, only found out when he arrived at the castle oh, um, and did his rat before he was allowed to come on set and it just came back positive. So he had uh... to spend seven days isolating in a strange hotel room at the castle um mm. and we 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 had to feed him um chicken nuggies underneath the door yeah <laughs> we had to step on them to flatten them out so we could pass them underneath, Sit them underneath yeah. <laughs> we didn't have to the dog app was fine i just wanted oh, to it, was, it was actually a window but <laughs> yeah. he had a post box he just like the taste of shoe actually <laughs> yeah. he just he did that to... little hand thing underneath the door <laughs> Yeah. He just he said, "Can you step on me?" I think he's. I think the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you step? that does sound like him. Then he asked me to. Then he asked, to, asked me to spit on his nuggets, and I just got a. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So you aim for you aim for one one a day, and then you got like time for time scheduled to pickups at the end. Like if you've if you've run out of time for things, or if you just like if we ain't got if we ain't got time for it, I cut it out. Yeah, we we do end up cutting a lot of shots on the day um, mm. and a lot of beats, um, yeah. which is always always a shame. But uh, we do like get to do pickups um, at the end, like in like green screen stuff. So it's usually like um, I'll try to get like the wide shots of everything at the very least, because um, I think it's way easier to yeah. comp like a person <laughs> into a close up yeah. than into a full on like yeah. CGI background. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're still, uh, yeah. still going to get the comments though, eh? <laughs> when, you, oh, when you did it with so Fall there's... recently, and they, and they were like, there were comments being like, "Why are you green screen in?" Because you know how yeah. long it takes to take, get it into costume. Yeah, yeah for no, like two shots. Yeah. yeah, And the second, the day that you guys actually filmed Mogdar's video, like I was, I was the maiden in the Bardoff. Uh, short as well so oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't even at Nixie on set that day like I was completely different so it just didn't make sense to like put me into yeah. makeup again here have an hour and a half of, and all of the mm-hmm. time and money and resources Roma. yeah no thanks <laughs> for like two lines <laughs> not that much like yeah it's it's like yeah we, we've cut it down but it's still a long process and it's also a huge process to get out of the makeup too because like it, it's mm. it's not like you know i can jump in the shower and i'm Dunk. done like it, yeah, yeah. It, it's like i have to like scrub that makeup off and you know take all the glue have you thought around. about doing winter episodes and putting nixie in full costume up to here how do you know all this wrong? <laughs> because i'm telling you I've, I, I know how the industry works <laughs> ways to ways to cut things down reduce yeah things. you can you can see from season one to season five how very slowly we're covering Nixie up more and more. <laughs> yeah, because your like, costume oh. in like season one Funny, was like, like, this part, like always have to it's stay, just like, yeah, just the boob window. Bit. You gotta know, you gotta know how things sell. You gotta know what. what, 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 what ah, yeah. 
The main thing was making sure we didn't have to paint her hands anymore because that was the worst. Because right, yeah. hands are just like, because she can't touch anything. Can't touch anything and also, it just mm-hmm. like, I mean, pink's pretty forgiving with like transfer pink's because hard, it's very yeah. close. Yeah. But like the hands being painted was like every time we had a scene where she had to grab someone, I'd always be like, oh, we've got to fix the hands now. Yeah. <laughs> and make sure this is pink on pink somebody right, else yeah. as well. So. Also, she just wildly gestures. So when she's in the chair and Jen's trying to do it, she's like, "Oh, well, come on, guys, we're all here." Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's going for swerving. What do you want from me? Yeah. How would how would it how easy would it be to get some sort of like um like stretchy skin? Like you can arm know socks? you get those. Yeah, yeah. those arm socks. We actually socks, did make those. You could we get those. did. Yeah. And, they didn't. Um, mm. They are just don't, like I don't know. I find them a bit uncomfortable and right. like. Uh, uh, I don't know. We did you can get, like a, a sk- skin-tight suit that you could be wearing instead. Yeah. yeah, they're they're good for stills, but for acting, they're a bit constricting. Right. I think yeah. you could probably be able yeah. to see them like wrinkling I... and things as you move. I guess. Yeah, because the other thing that people kind of forget that um that Paul has to deal with is that it's like it's a it's a whole ordeal. Body paint plus wig plus scleral lenses plus mm-hmm. a full costume. It starts feeling very constricting in like plus what horns, you can actually do. Yeah, horns, horns and yeah, the fangs, fangs as well. It's like, like the more you have covered. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can't actually close my mouth properly due to the, the tail as well. Like when the tail. I reckon. tail. I got an idea. Go to the bathroom properly half the time because when the people pin in my tail, sometimes they'll grab like my top and my underwear when uh, they pin it in. in and so I'll be trying to go to the bathroom and everything. <laughs> they can't get it. <laughs> so I'm like, no. <laughs> this is why. This is why pajamas had the butt flap. <laughs> yeah, we need a butt flap. one of them right under the tail. I, I think we talked about that, actually. Like, with, like, yeah, a shiwi? Like, a shiwi, like, yeah. like a shiwi. Do we have yeah. enough budget for a shiwi next season? In, maybe, in, <laughs> maybe in Pat Purse's homebrew world, tieflings all have penises. Perfect. Yeah. That's it. I for Or, here's an idea as well. Go back to before season one and don't play a tiefling. Why did you think that would be an okay thing to do? <laughs> you should well, you should have been in the room when I was trying to suggest an all tiefling party episode. All, all tieflings, yeah. I just want it idea. so that I can be like, see, welcome. Yeah, to everyone the should experience tiefling every once in a while. <laughs> when, when they're doing that, I'm like, oh, can I be a tiefling? They're like, no, shut up, you're a human. <laughs> human bard, <laughs> you like it. Human bard, man. Can I can I at least get like mountain ears or something? No, nothing. No. Yeah. Uh, can, I, can I be like a, a ranger or something? No, 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 you're a bot. Shut up. Sing, 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 sing for us. Dance for me, monkey. I mean, can you imagine Antris as a ranger? What the hell would that show be? I can't, <laughs> I can't, be imagine, I can't imagine Thomas in any role. He's not very, <laughs> not, not, <laughs> not very horrible. It's, it's just, just can't see much It's kind of embarrassing. Not a lot of range. <laughs> In his singing as well, not a lot of range. Yeah, yeah. he's, he, he's, got, he's got like three semitones, that's it. <laughs> and they're not like that's consecutive ones, they're just like <laughs> three random semitones. In, the <laughs> uh, all right, so then we get through the shooting period, and how long in uh, once you wrap, you're like, right, let's post production. How long, how long are we looking between finishing uh, shooting and actually being able to put it out? Do you ever do, do, you ever do pickups we... like during post production? You're like, shit, we didn't get this. We need an- another. Scene. Yeah, so we we did um two days, uh, one day worth of pickups in a studio, um, just to get all those like little uh, green screen insert shots, just to like make the cut yeah, yeah. better. Um, but I think that happened a couple of months after. What what month did we shoot? Do you guys remember? Uh, March. March. Yeah. So March to November. <laughs> 
wow. <laughs> is how long post-production took. <laughs> um, but I, I think we were also just, um, oh, my timeline's all over the place because, like, you know, 2022 is all a blur. Yeah, I, um, I think we released... the other day, genuinely, somebody said something May. about 2018 and my brain... What's that? It was May. Yeah, the, the voice of God says it was May. It was May, apparently. Yeah, the, the, the other day, May. somebody said something about 2018, and my brain went, "That was two years ago." Like I just like mm. two years, and it yeah. was it was deeper into the conversation where something didn't add up, and I was like, "But that doesn't make sense." Because oh, that's right, it's not 2020. It's not just a very very long 2020. It's yeah. it's a completely yeah. different year now. It's 2020 yeah. part two. It's <laughs> almost 2023. Oh. <laughs> that oh, blends together throughout the 20s so <laughs> uh so a long period it takes from that till yeah. till november and what when did you know like when you were shooting like when you needed season five to be uh, out like you needed november as the deadline or did you just you were like when we're ready we'll put it out yeah i mean it was very much like we needed it out like asap just to kind of like uh because we had um like the obligations for the kickstarter yeah. like you know obviously yeah. kickstarter uh, reward timeline is never never accurate <laughs> and uh, as, as much as we tried really hard to be the outlier in that um, unfortunately there were there's always extraneous issues yeah. um, that you have to deal with um, and I think we just we really wanted it out by the end of the year so that we could uh, just you know start 2023 like fresh uh, whatever that means mm -hmm, <laughs> just mm -hmm. you know close some tabs in our brain yep yeah. mm. That makes sense. It's a good deadline to be like get it out before the end of the year, but like November rather than December, so that you've got December to like do the stuff that comes from it, like keeping keeping tabs on how they're doing and tracking them and things. And it's, it's definitely not every uh, week. It's definitely not the uh, the Christmas ad revenue that has anything to do with this. Of course not. Of course not. Um, <laughs> And then I suppose into the future, like what happens after this? What's the what's the timeline of things after after post production and into pre production for next stuff? What what's what's Deer Stalker's plans? What's yeah, there, is um, there going to be a season six, seven, eight, nine, ten? I mean, uh, it's always <laughs> like uh, six seasons and a movie. Mm -hmm. um, it's always after the plan. Uh, <laughs> we'll see if we get there. Um, I, I really, I just want to see how uh, season five performs like yeah. you know if if people are still watching it like i, I think it's really cool uh, my mom thinks it's really cool too <laughs> <laughs> I, just so, think I think it's neat <laughs> um yeah like uh, if people are still watching it then we'll obviously keep making it mm -hmm. um it is obviously a very expensive and uh time consuming show to make yeah. so it's really going to be up to the fans to like if, if they want to see more and obviously like we want to keep making it. We want to take it to the next level. Like, you know, we're always talking about, like, uh, where can we elevate this to? Like, yeah. we're going to approach, you know, Netflix. We're going to approach all the streaming services, see if they want a piece of it. Um, yeah, I want a piece of the pie. The, um, yeah. the Australian uh, funding that you get, um, have they put, like, have they said, like, we'll keep going with this if you keep performing with it? Like, if the numbers still go? Or did they say in the last one, like... Uh, we're moving on to other things or so it's like kind of a miracle that we got it in the first place <laughs> yeah. um because it's like we are kind of like un untested i guess like yeah, i mean they yeah. saw how the show was performing at the, the start and they yeah. they did take a big risk on us mm -hmm. um to fund season three at that stage um 
and it's very rare for them to even come back and fund the same thing twice. Yeah. Um, so it's like a miracle on a miracle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, unless we kind of change up the format of it, um, it is... long form hint yeah. hint. Um, <laughs> yeah. They probably they probably wouldn't um, come fund back and fund another... the yeah. same same thing again. Um, yeah, that's that's a lot how. Um creative funding works in governments all over the place i've found and i've experienced in uk and new zealand with it is like they're always looking for something something new something new always yeah be showing that they're innovating and and supporting innovative new things rather than like supporting things that are established and just need extra funding to get even better yeah and like give somebody else a chance of course yeah yeah it can be frustrating but it's also as you say it gives it gives other people a little bit of a leg up yeah, but I mean, like, we'll see how it goes. We, we have some, some avenues that we want to explore. Um, but in the meantime, we are just uh, kind of going to do something else uh, in in between uh, whatever comes next. Um, so we are actually next week, we're going to shoot some um, some Elden Ring skits. Oh, nice. Really yeah, sad. because uh, sure. Elden Ring is, is very uh, popular at the moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> de- de- <laughs> definitely jumping on that bandwagon. It's a very, very long bandwagon. So, <laughs> yeah. so it did pass by, um, but it's still passing. It's like a freight time, train. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just because uh, Jen and also um, Baldy, our cinematographer and producer, made some really awesome um, Elden Ring costumes um, nice. recently for PAX. I uh, were just kind of like, yeah. I mean, let's let's just do something for fun. Let's. Uh, mm. It'll be refreshing. Um, if it does well, cool. If not, like, we we will have had fun making it. I hope. There's also um, um after Elden Ring. There's also uh, Among Us. Have you heard of that? That's a pretty new. Fall Guys. Yeah, Fall Guys. There's yeah. another. You could do some skits about that. I've heard of yeah. this one called Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft skits would probably do really well. They probably would. would. Minecraft is timeless. Minecraft is timeless. Everybody loves Minecraft. (laughs) Excellent. So we've got um, some some future plans of like what there what there can be ways to branch out from just the the D and D stuff as well. And so it would be under the be under the umbrella of Deerstalker, but it wouldn't be one for all. One for all would remain the uh, the title of the the D and D things. Yeah. Yeah, so we're we're always looking to the future. So we'll see. Um, I've I've obviously got heaps of ideas still in the tank um, mm-hmm. for for some dumb stuff to happen. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I should say this, but I've already like written the first like pilot script for a half hour long D and D one for all show. Nice. So yeah, I'm forward to hearing about it. That's news to follow. <laughs> 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 Yeah, she, uh, Nixie's in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not. It would have been, been pretty yeah. hilarious if she wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, half across the... yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Lockwin says, before you dig too deep, Rob, Viva are also doing Dark Souls Elden Ring skits. Are they actually? Wow, who knew? What? Oh my gosh. All those minds. Who knew? Yeah, there's, there's nothing new under the sun. Uh, PUBG <laughs> skit videos, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Goldie says they actually do have a PUBG skit video with like zero views. Oh yeah, you guys do have a PUBG. You guys oh, got wow. a Fortnite one as well. Is it, is it PUBG or is it for, it's Fortnite? Oh no, it's Fortnite, pardon me. Is it Fortnite? Yeah. Uh, same thing. All these Battle Royales look the same. Because I mean, yeah, can we say that you, you had some other projects as well in different time periods opposed to Fantasy, Elliot? 
Oh, like what? No, you can't. Well, I mean, okay, I will take that cue as no. Overwatch 2. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, there's Overwatch 2. Let's not do Overwatch again. So, <laughs> so uh, before, uh, so I like to wrap out with um, talking with uh, talking about some questions from my chat because I'm completely ignoring them while we're while we're uh, while we're here uh, chatting. I've got fascinating guests to talk to instead, but I am seeing the questions as they're coming, guys. Especially if you are using your channel point redemption to say ask a D and D question. If you do that, it goes into the, the the redemptions list, and then it won't get lost. So if you have any questions for me or anyone here, uh, make sure to ask it using one of the channel point redemptions, and I'll get to that in a moment, and we'll start asking those questions. Um, but before we do, the last sorts of questions I had, I've just had like some quick fire stuff that came up for me while I was watching the trailers. One question I had since season three or four, maybe, was why did uh, Kendall swap sides in the in the real real life table? Why is why is the DM on the other side now? Oh, logistical yeah, I reason. Yeah, I mean, uh, reason because uh, the uh, so it's actually uh, Eva's uh, apartment that we were shooting in, right? Um, and uh, she moved to a different apartment, so, oh, so it was kind of... yeah. We just we just went with that, um, and like yeah, I could have like horizontally flipped everything just to keep <laughs> it the people same. People are gonna notice with like something. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's mold. I'm sure, like the, the yeah, and... like the the writing on the the DM screen. Like, <laughs> the writing on the DM screen. <laughs> Fogling's hair, like hair streaks <laughs> on the other side. Yeah. Um, and oh. is, if it's Eva's place, I imagine it's also the the next question. I was, who's there? All of the books and dice and terrain and things that you usually set out on the table. Is that all Eva's stuff? Not all of it. Some of it's our own dice, and some candles, of it's candles. Yeah, candles yeah, are nerd with a lot of books. Some I think we also got from Scott's books. <laughs> Some no. Of the stuff? No. No. So that's no. a combination of um, Kendall's own possessions, uh, Wayne's some handmade pieces. Yeah, Magda Mo Mo mm. gave us some stuff as well. Oh nice. Yeah. Then... So our themed dice are made by uh, Underdark dice, which yeah, which Underdark, yeah. Magda, yeah. He also did our logo. Yeah, and our, yeah. and our little art, the, the little art. The, the one for all of the yeah. Uh, the one for all one. Nice. That's yeah, cool. he's a very talented artist. <laughs> Unlike in the videos. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike in the videos. Um, speaking of Mogda, though, how many guest stars are we seeing in season five? Because there's quite a few that we've seen in the trailer. Uh, there's there's too many. There's, there's actually five people coming on. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so it's fun. I, like, I think, you know, in in my mind from, you know, season one to four and, mm -hmm. and also the, the little ads we did for um, uh, Wizards of the Coast, it's like we've kind of seen the party together and a lot of that dynamic, uh, you know, we've seen it, we've kind of been there, done that. So it's really fun to just bring on extra yeah. guests just yeah. to kind of shake things up and see how it goes. Um, and we, we quickly realized... Um, that there are a lot of people sitting at the tabletop mm -hmm. uh, with not that much to do in the episode. So we kind of been um, like subbing people in and out. Um, right. So uh, basically that just means like, you know, people who actually in the episode get more screen time and they get more impact on the plot. So I think it's going to be like a lot of fun to see how these new people come in and shake things up. Makes sense. Yeah, look forward to it. Um, the last question I had was, there's a wedding? What is that about? Who's, oh. Why is, is he getting married? What is? <laughs> Ooh, you have to, you have to, 
wait and find out <laughs> i just loved i went through it before and i was like just seeing if there was any like easter eggs in the background or anything so i was going through like frame at a time through in the trailer and, then I, and, and 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 doing it that way and i don't know why it took me doing it that way to notice but like uh Fosling just like you you're, you're dabbing your eyes with her train <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's some moments where elliot's like yeah do that and then it's like do you have to do that really? and we, we find the line in between <laughs> and cross it as often as possible <laughs> and we have um we have nixie um eating the flowers as well in this, the, the, the next shot amazing it's a lot of weird so, stuff this season it was so dusty as well like they had so much dust on them and so i'm like putting them in my mouth and then going oh gross i'm also allergic to dust so that doesn't help oh that's, <laughs> yeah that's not good at all um, but it made it for a good shot. But hey, yeah, you gotta you gotta suffer for your art. That's what we were saying yeah. before, right? It's all, all that's the art is all, the only thing that matters. Yeah, I, I pre-dusted those flowers for a bit of a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> with with something cheese no, dust. Yeah, cheese dust. All right, we'll start getting into uh, uh, chat questions then because we've got a few rolling in. Uh, we're gonna have time to get to them all. So, uh, firstly, we have from Clem approves, which costume Hi, of Clem. Kendall's? Hi, Clem. <laughs> which costume of Kendall's took the longest to put on? I I assume the marquee with all of the red. Ooh. Is it? It's Balgrinu. not BBEG, is it? Yeah. Yeah, Balgrinu. BBEG uh, took a while. If like if it's if it's a makeup costume combination, because I think. Ligma. Yeah, B BBG. Oh yeah, Ligma. Ligma did take a long time. Ligma was a really extensive, but that's not one for all. That's that's Lord of the Rings. So. Which is canon, by the way. <laughs> Which is oh, canon. Yeah. We've now made Ligma. Um, yeah, yeah, but in actual, yeah, I think it was. I don't know. I. Oh, the, I mean, there's a character coming up who took a while in. One of the. I don't know if I can. I mean, no, you oh. saw it in the trailer. Mog. It's in Mogdar episode. Uh, the other. He's in a. Is he? Yeah, he's in a full prosthetic that I had to make from scratch. Uh, oh, wow. That 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 took a while. What did you, what did to, you that make it out make. of? Like foam or something? How do you? Uh, latex. You, yeah. Latex. It's just it's just I just I, I just uh, sculpted it in clay. Took a cast of that, then took a cast of that in latex to slip cast because it's the cheapest way to do things because. We don't got foam latex money. <laughs> Dude, this is why I love Jen. It's just like, I, I just don't know what she's talking about half yeah, the time. No, right. she's, like, she's like, I'm oh, just, just doing this, this amazing thing. It's like I no big deal. Thing, and and I'm also saving money. Latex sculpts, and then I made, a, I made a brand new nose from nothing. I'm like, how do you, that's magic. You just made, ma you just made a nose from nothing. That was magic. Well, now we have that for like future. So. <laughs> but yeah, that would have latex. Just have it. <laughs> <laughs> just um, yeah, yeah, no. BBG uh, was a while. Uh, Mogdar's mom took a while because of the because facial prosthetics are always take the longest. Um, and then I'm, I'm trying to think of a third. Marky doesn't actually take that long because it's just body paint, which is just like Nixie basically. It's just another Nixie. <laughs> Turns out Marky is Nixie's Nixie. dad. Fuck <laughs> it into the face. You're done. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't think of anything because I know Ara Crocker took a while, but that was just costume. So yeah. Um, yeah, Screw nothing else guys. is jumping to mind. Get out of here, costume. I have to look, have to look through my Instagram themselves. and see what, what we did. <laughs> took a while as well. BBG did... does take a while. It took longer the first time we did it because I didn't have access BBG's to the, a like the, the battery. Like the one with the... <sighs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The... He's my favorite character on it. He's literally yeah, my favorite. The second time we did him... Yeah. 
Also, I love him like, so that much. day was quite hot. We were on a beach. Oof. And it was quite yeah. hot that day. Like, it was a lot. You couldn't yeah, look at the water because of the glare. The coast. It was so I bright. Like, yeah, you guys were yeah, complaining about the glare, but because of my scleras, I didn't get it. <laughs> oh, your sunglasses. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> Why are you guys complaining? <laughs> oh, also, the, um, <laughs> the, the warden. The warden took a while as well in season uh, three. Yeah, because and then he had... we, we poured porridge on his face. It was funny. <laughs> but, except you didn't use the porridge take for the actual episode. <laughs> we we oh, wrote a song that had like, very specific like timing on Thomas to, and to, using to hit. It was so dumb. Anyway, yeah. Um, from N. Buffy, what is your proudest accomplishment to date? What is my greatest achievement? Yeah, greatest achievement. achievement. Proudest accomplishment. <laughs> Shit, man. Um, I'm trying to think for me as well. Just in life in general, or on the show? Yeah, just in general, generally in life. Um... Yeah, not dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm not dead yet. Live uh, 2020. I think for me, it was probably when we were filming uh, season three, the Paladin episode, and my shots were right at the end of the day, it, the, the night filming. So we filmed Morning. from like what, like three? No, when did we film? We started filming at like. Um, at nightfall, so you started about 7 o'clock. Yeah, so we started at 7, and then we filmed until about 3, 4 a.m. in the morning. Um, so it was about 1 or 2 in the morning when we started, like, turning around to get my shots. And it was raining as well, so it was night, mm. it was cold, it was, it was it was raining, and I had to do my scene where I was tied up on the pillar and do that and like everyone else was just tired everyone was exhausted and i was kind of like okay look um i've taken all my decks so that you know my adhd brain is like on it <laughs> and i was just like all right just just keep rolling don't stop just keep rolling if i stuff up i'm gonna start again we'll just keep rolling don't don't stop like let's just try mm -hmm. and get this done yeah. and i think i got it pretty I, I was actually pretty proud of myself after that because it, it was honestly mm. such such an amazing performance because it's like we didn't have to like stop start we didn't even have to go for a second take it was just yeah. like i've never seen like uh <laughs> fall just just so focused and just like just so, nailing it like so from line then on, after line so just from like then on, i only crap. ever record her at two in the morning <laughs> yeah. make sure, yeah. make sure all of her scenes are at two in the morning <laughs> after rain after rain yeah. she's tied up yeah, to a pillar because it was raining like uh, my nixie makeup was like mm. you know running and everything as well and so like it was just really important just to get it done and dusted so that you know we didn't have to worry about my makeup running mm. we didn't have to worry about like the yeah. fire or the effects or like all that sort of stuff what like, do you what did you like... do about the makeup running thing because when we were shooting dnd logic i had adam in blue tiefling makeup and he and it was like I... everybody was following him around with umbrellas because a single drip Honestly, of rain suddenly pink fucks was up everything. the best decision a character decision i could have made because the pink um, doesn't show up as streaky as, well, as easily yeah because when with pink it's so much more forgiving yeah something a bit patchy yeah um so when because like uh like because i got given the choice of like what color do you want to do we chose to stay away from like cool tones because um mm. you know jester was really big around the time right true well like we want to try and differentiate between like jester and nixie um and so yeah i chose i was like pink sounds good and we went for like a, a warmish like a little bit of like a pale pink as well so that goes on really well too so yeah there are there are definitely episodes where it, there it has melted a little bit and you can definitely see my skin tone coming through a lot more. Um, but that's like, you know, that was maybe because we had to use uh, bug spray. Uh, yeah. So there was one episode <laughs> where we had heaps of bug spray right, on, right, right. on us. 
Probably the same episode. Just probably the same episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but like, there was just yeah. So there've been times where yeah, my makeup has melted, but because I chose pink, like it's 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 been, forgiving. It's been, it's, yeah, yeah it's we, noticed, we noticed we yeah. noticed like a single drop on Adam's blue face would be like nope <laughs> no no he's actually streaked speaking because you know obviously you can see in the trailer there is an episode where I am blue mm. and that was the mm-hmm. episode where my eye contacts were really really bad oh, right. and yeah. um so I was actually crying and I'm like that's it like I've spoiled the whole makeup everything <laughs> anyway the makeup artist uh, I don't know if it was Jen there was another makeup artist I think that was looking after yeah uh, there was um yeah I know, uh, Andrea yeah yeah Andy. and she was just like your tears are magic they haven't disrupted anything like yeah it hasn't, it hasn't affected your makeup at all this is wow great. it was great I think got, I think there there is a side point to that tears. that I'll yeah that I'll throw in there which is that I specifically chose makeup that wouldn't come off if you got a little bit of water. <laughs> yeah, waterproof. as much as I, I love your tears being magic, but uh, but I also no, no, no. very Don't specifically don't take this away. Exactly she's got magic, magic tears. That's the takeaway. Yeah, yeah she's uh, she's because you're painted in the same. I gave you the same color that basically Zephyr was painted in because oh, we had an extra. Yeah. Um, and because I also had to do Blitherin's makeup, I um, yeah, I had a bit. I have, I have a little bit of experience with blue paint. That's the one thing that I can actually do. <laughs> Is blue paint. Right. We have um, a lot of blue people this season. It was tough. <laughs> and I wasn't there for most of them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, because we usually use um, I usually use packs. If there's going to be something involving sweat or water, I usually use packs. But Nixie doesn't need packs because it very rarely comes off. And when it does, you can't tell. It's only with like Mogdar is in packs paint. I'm in packs paint. Um, and I think that Zephyr was in packs paint as well. So that right. that helps with the 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 wet situation. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you know what you're talking about. Who knew? Isn't it, isn't it useful, Elliot, when you can surround yourself I, 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 with people who know what the fuck they're doing? I love packs. Yeah, yeah I love great. packs. Packs Australia was one of You know, I get it once times, a year. Right? Yeah, you know, I get it once a year. I'm already looking forward to the next packs. It's like um, a seasonal thing on Stardew. <laughs> Don't get me thinking about Stardew yet. Oh, yeah, um, sorry, man. Redial uh, asked, uh, what would be a good place to get started for people who are new to Deerstock Pictures? Would it be season one, episode one, or something less obvious? Yes. Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> you I don't know. I think I think watch season I think watch season three episode one, and yeah. then and then watch and then be like, cool. This this is what they're about. So if you want to know what we're about, three, season one, like... season three episode one is the one to watch. Right. And then just and then go to the beginning, watch it all three times. We get the views. Yeah. Season and then also, is... um, season three episode one is the, in my opinion, it's... one of the best episodes. So it's kind of all yeah. down. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's a musical, so it took three it's all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah. Either either do it first or do it last. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just build up to it. <laughs> I'll start amazing and then peter off. Um. Uh, Curly Richo asks, what's everyone's favourite character type to act as, i.e. evil villain, hero, sidekick, etc.? I mm. like playing a villain. I really like villains, villain characters. Um, I like being able to unleash evil genius plans and uh, and get away with it. Because you can't do that in society. <laughs> yeah. I love acts of a char- of, of, uh, of a campaign that have like an, uh, a green dragon or a beholder or something as like the big bad, some, something that is in the law, very intelligent and uh, tactical and stuff. Because then I can employ a bunch of like tactics and like, arch are amazing ones as well. Because then you can like, you, you're always second guessing what they're doing and stuff. <clears throat> I do like that. How about you guys? Oh. So is this playing in D anD D or yeah, acting? like acting, playing? Acting. What's your what? what I think when for you're me, I, I love character 
like just characters um like i love it when they're you know more fleshed out um like you can tell that there's like something else going on like i, I really because i'm i am a trained actor so i've like been doing this since i was about seven um and so like i really love it when i can like dig my nails and my teeth into like a character and like mm. really kind of extrapolate upon like the small things yeah um so like you know sometimes for nixie like i'll add small details um like the fact that she's never comfortable around other tieflings um you can rewatch these episodes and you'll see that she's just never comfortable when there's another tiefling around mm. um and you know that does get a little yeah no i i, I love complicated uh and not totally like uh, clear characters yeah um so like you know again with nixie like it's kind of like is she evil is she good it's not really like mm -hmm. it's yeah. really obvious um and like you know she doesn't is she just simple because she's got a zero intelligence yeah is she, is she just <laughs> simple or is there something else there or like yeah it's like a whole it's like i don't know i love playing nixie just because like i do find her like fun to kind of play with yeah um but yeah no it's I really enjoy characters um, that, you know, I, I think I think tropes can be a little bit too diminishing or like ones like too. I think they I think they have their purpose. Like tropes can be useful for uh, for quick things. Like the whole point of language is that I can say a single word and it can in infer to you yeah. an an entire idea that I'm thinking of, and it's and it's about yeah. efficiency. And tropes are the yeah, same I, for I love storytelling. Villains. I can give Where... an, I can give a trope and you can immediately go I know who that character is meant to be or I know how I'm meant to feel about that person. Yeah. Kicking See, I love villains where you actually agree with their message but mm. not with the way that they do it. Like yeah. I, I love that kind of villain. You can be like I can like... see why you got to this point. But yeah, I can there should have been a, there should have been an off ramp at some point before you got here. <laughs> yeah. Before you got here. Rob's All right. always bringing that villain up. Um <laughs> Well, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> Thomas, favorite favorite role type of role to play? In stark contrast, I'm not trained in anything. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, who knew? Um, but like, as far as actually at the table, I think there there was one character that I really enjoyed playing with you, actually, Rob. And this was I, I was talking to Dread about this before. Um, it was the the lead up to Stomp King's Thunder. We did a prelude, mm, right? Yeah, and you you were playing the um like the archer, and then I was playing a little like yeah like a little 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 teeny bopper yeah uh, elf guy, and it was fun because it got yeah. dramatic, and it was like yeah yeah it, 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 like, just emotional contrast. I, I actually enjoy putting that in, and sometimes it works as a bit of a lancing device. It it it's like a snap back into like there are emotions. There's very real topics in a very fantasy situation yeah and I, I love that that's fun jen characters to play um as far as like act, like acting wise um i haven't i haven't been able to to do a lot of it but I, I do have a role coming up that i'm pretty excited for i really like intense characters in the sense of like not necessarily like as an evil or good or anything but just like really like no nonsense really like so I think it's because it's like the polar opposite to how I am in real life. Um, yeah. Like I like one of my favorite cosplays to do is like Darth Talon, um, because you get to kind of put on that the you know the resting bitch face and just like <laughs> snarl at people, and they're always like, "That's so cool and amazing and great," and you're like, "Cool, I can be like a dick to you." <laughs> but um, but, <laughs> but it's um yeah, I I really I like enjoy those. I really enjoy those characters in on the 
uh, the, at the table, um, I usually go for oh. like <laughs> I um I go for like really um uh, I like fast talking characters um mm. because I I kind of like to not let myself think too long before I interact <laughs> right, yeah. at the table because otherwise I'll not respond to someone uh like very quickly which I, th- I feel like can kind of be stifling at a table if someone is like taking too long to think what would my character say in this yeah. situation yeah. so i like to just kind of let it flow and a part of that is to just let myself speak as my character tom's experienced this a couple of times <laughs> um with my <laughs> character we have a dnd game and we also did like a, a one-shot pathfinder thing um where i played like a like a surfer chick voice <laughs> Um, um, I was just like, hey dudes, how's it going? Chillax. Like, it was like, um, but it's just, yeah, I I like characters at the table where you just kind of just let it all come out really quickly. Usually nice characters, but also with a little bit of snark in there. Thinking quicker or quick witted or whatever. Yeah, I think it also comes with being Australian is that you talk really fast. Says the Canadian. How about, how about uh, Elliot? You 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 ever do performances in front of the screen? I know for a fact you do because there's a little snip of you and Goldie in the, uh, in, the in the trailer. Uh, yeah, we we had to, to have our, sexy our, our cameo. <laughs> yes. Um, long story behind that, but I, I will not uh, go into that right now. Um, uh, yeah, I I just whenever I play D and D, I just really like playing like like big dumb himbos you know just yes just like wholesome just happy to be yeah. there but just like so fucking dumb sorry for like my kill it oh. uh, uh, yeah like kill it like kill it's such a sweetheart um uh yeah and i guess it's just because it's it's so not me yeah. in real life <laughs> fair enough makes sense all right clem approves asks is that the technotropism uh, uh, yes. yeah. <laughs> he's back again um thanks for being here the the fancy unicorn asks what can people win on your twitter giveaway twitter giveaway uh you you uh, do what can we win i I believe um goldie's in the chat and she's answered that i I don't know off the top of my head did you answer it if if you didn't like a gift pack kind of thing poster dice signed a whole bunch of stuff yeah you can win a poster that's been signed by the cast, nice. um, as well as uh, some of our metal dice that we're doing. Ooh, fancy. Make sure to uh, to head over to Twitter and uh, give them a fo- do you follow people on Twitter to follow them and all that other stuff. You know, I'm good with social. We're not we're not uh, verified. Sorry. Yeah, no, we're, we're, <laughs> You're we're not going to pay for any of this. Redial asks question for everyone. When was the first time uh, first game of D and D you ever played, and what was your first character? Let's go. Let's go quick fire round. Uh, we'll start with you, Thomas. First time you ever okay. played D and D, what was your first character? I think I was about 11 years old. I went to library camp. I played, yeah, it's as <laughs> no. lame as it sounds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it was like, I think, uh, third edition. Uh, I, I believe I played a dwarf. Nice. Elliot? Uh, so I, uh, this was uh, back in just before the pen of season one. Um, uh, Eva introduced us to our first uh, game of D&D. Um, uh, which started everything, and I played uh, Threathar, a greasy rogue uh, who was a tabaxi, but also had a mysterious uh, zip on the back of their neck. Oh, okay. <laughs> I about the story about that at some other point. Um, Fall? Uh, I played a high elf uh, eunuch called Philly, 
Um, and it was 5e, and I was playing it with some friends because they wanted to trial me for another game that they were preparing. And they were like, we don't know if you're going to be any good yet, so let's trial you <laughs> an audition. one. An audition yeah. game of D&D. Nice. Yeah. Jen? So yeah, I played Philly. Um... Uh, yeah, I'm 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 what you call a later in life uh, D and D player. Uh, so I literally only started playing after I started working on One for All. Um, uh, not because not I didn't want to, but because I didn't have anyone to pl play with ever. So this is mm -hmm. the first time I actually had fellow nerd friends, and I played with um, actually with with Elliot and Eva. Eva ran a uh, no Kendra ran a game where a bunch of us from the from the cast and crew got together and did a little game, um, and I played a half elf, half orc druid. Hmm? Named Nugget. Elf half. Um, and my character. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. My, my first was also a five E. I'm a relatively new, newer D and D player. Started about ah, six and a half years ago. Peasants. Six and six and a half years ago, I started at five E. Uh, my first character was a wood elf monk uh, called Tukamil. Uh, Curly Reacher asks, "What's everyone's favorite D and D character they've ever played?" Well, there you go. Then we'll just same same question, same question to, to, uh, twice. We'll uh, answer both of those at once. Uh, Nomine asks, "What's a location that you'd like to film at next?" Ooh. Uh, I mean, Tenero <laughs> Volcano, um, <laughs> Mariana's Trench. Uh... Yeah, go, go on, keep going, keep going. The moon. Yeah, yeah, moon, moon is good. Moon is good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, the studio where they shot the moon landing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. With all the we, LED lights that didn't... VLDL headquarters. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, VL, VLDL studio for me. <laughs> like, I want to just get into the goddamn thing. <laughs> Let's all go and shoot something together. Oh, Everybody, oh. yeah, all of us should shoot at the VLDL the, studios, the, I've decided. The crossover that everyone's <laughs> asking for. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually going to, New, going to New Zealand early next year, so I'm kind of being... Like, where Same. Is <laughs> Oh, yeah, um, me too, me too. We all just happened to be there at the same time. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> what are the chances? <laughs> what are the chances? Everyone but Kendall. <laughs> just, yes, no. just, and that's the crossover. It's me taking Kendall over as DM. You, you think yeah. no. Just for one scene. Nobody talks just for about one it. Scene. Yeah. Just, just no, that's actually, genuinely, that's actually what, I, what I've got in mind for the first time that we do end up doing a crossover, whatever it ends up looking like. I would love the, for the first time to just be like something that happens in the background and nobody talks about it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, I did walk across the screen. Like, if you guys are filming and we just like walk past yeah, in the woods. You just walk past like, in the and background and nobody mentions it. And, it, and it has to, it, we have to wait until the comments actually pick up on it to be like, what the fuck? Why would, how, how much time and money and effort have they put into like making a just crossover that. just to never actually uh, refer to it? And that was the entire crossover. <laughs> and then obviously, we, like, you know, several episodes later or whatever, we've done it, we've filmed the actual crossover stuff. But yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I you know, that, like, like uh, in the upcoming season, there's like the, the Aracocra costume. It's actually Rob in that costume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like in yeah. Uh, Hot Fuzz and stuff when they when they say like Peter Jackson's the guy who stabs him, the Santa who stabs him with a knife, and like uh, yeah, and there's Kate or like Deadpool or and Brad the, Pitt plays yeah, Invisible Brad Pitt. Man, yeah. <laughs> Invisible Man guy. Yeah, I love that sort of shit. Uh, and the last question we have in the uh, in the review in the in the queue here is from Batmurp saying, "Have any of you watched Dark on Netflix?" Oh, great show! Great show. And if not, what is your favorite TV show, show or movie instead? <laughs> Assuming that if we have watched it, it is our favorite. <laughs> Only if you haven't, what is your favorite? <laughs> my favorite, my favorite TV shows uh, for dramas, it would be Breaking Bad. Uh, for yes. 
mysteries it would be the first three seasons of lost don't go after that <laughs> don't don't bother season four or onwards uh and for comedies or short shows would be avatar the last Airbender. oh uh, yeah atlas so strong mm-hmm. i'd go for for drama i really enjoyed luther um for and oh, i guess for another sort of drama i'm not sure if anyone's watched evil um very very cool concept very fun well executed it's kind of like it jumped oh man it's, it just go watch it it's it's really fun <laughs> from like a i guess a creator consumer perspective yeah mm. cool edit fall jen um yeah um comedy uh Garth Marenghi's Dark Place is oh, God, amazing. Fun. It's oh, I it's, haven't seen that in so just, long. It's so good. Oh, it, it it holds up. It's so funny. It's so good. As a as a filmmaker and as a, <laughs> a lover of like, like the, horror, the, the things that always come to mind for me is like the panning in on the on the windows of the hospital <laughs> and then just like moving at the last. Second. Oh, it's so <laughs> good. It's it's so funny. It's uh, it, not and, deciding and, which like, window I, they're panning on and things like. That. I, I I feel like it's just made for me and like it's I'm so honestly funny. it's one of those <laughs> things where it's the, like crushing the coffee cu- coffee cup and just like the, the <laughs> lack of continuity. And... When like Richard Ayade just like at the funeral just has the shotgun and it's just like just keeps oh amazing. You guys should all watch You're it. You're a loose really cannon. <laughs> the whole thing about the cards. He plays from his own deck. He's got an ace up his sleeve. <laughs> um, that is a good show. Check out Garth Marenghi's Dark Place if you haven't already. Uh, Fall, Jen? On YouTube. Um, uh, I agree with you, Breaking Bad. Great um, drama series. Um, I think, like, I've, ju- I've just started re-watching, but, like, properly watching uh, Steven Universe. And mm. I've started that from the beginning, and like now I'm on the last uh, season that they've just uh, released last year. And honestly, like I like I mean I watched it as a, as like a, you know young when I was younger, but like as an adult, like rewatching it, I'm just like okay, so this is actually a really good series, and it teaches you a lot about like healthy relationships and boundaries and all that fun sort of stuff. So I really like that show. And then my favorite film from when I was a kid, uh, still now, is Big Fish. Oh, nice. Sorry, I you said that. Treasure Planet really weird, but okay. Oh, <laughs> Treasure Planet, yeah. It's also a massive, like, big, big, like, big movie for me. I love it. Nice. I'm still going to make that Amelia cosplay one day. One day. Yeah, she's on my list. Yeah, I'm just going to be old, old, old young boy. Old young boy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to be the dog man? I'm a dog yeah. man. <laughs> just while we were talking about uh, cosplays, um, I just was reminded of your... Um, Oh, shit, what's her name? The character from uh, Detroit Become Human, Kara, is it? Oh, Kara. That was yeah. incredible. I've seen I've seen your cosplay of that. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, really good. Thank I really you so loved much. that. I really plucked that game. my eyebrows for that because she has very straight oh, eyebrows. Right. I was like, well, guess I'll pluck my eyebrow. It's a really good game, and I uh, I thought you did a very good job of it. Um, Jen, your favorite uh, your favorite movies? Um, um, I think my favorite TV show at the moment is probably Cyberpunk Netrunners. Um, I got like we binge watched that in a one night and regretted it because it's really really heavy, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so well done and I love the the game so much so I, it has special place and then um I really love the movie uh, Shape of Water because uh, yeah. anything Doug Jones basically <laughs> <laughs> except for Bye Bye Man don't watch that 
Well, there you go then. Some uh, ending off the short rest with some suggestions of other things to watch uh, once you've binged all of Deerstock Pictures One for All and yeah. even the Dirt League D&D and uh, all of that stuff. <laughs> None of you said One for All, so uh, we're going to have a... web series. Yeah, favourite web series. That's what the, uh, that's what the question should have yeah, been. Yeah, we didn't get off. Uh, D&D right? logic. All right. Um, <laughs> so we will, uh, we will wrap up our short rest. We need to get back to the uh, volcano. We need to get back to trying to work out how to get uh, out of this this fire giant civilization, uh, out of this underwater urban volcano environment, uh, and back to the real world. Uh, as we are, as we are as we are getting ready for heading out on a raid, I will send you guys to the season five trailer once again, um, and then uh, and then once the trailer runs up, I'll I'll send you off on a raid to somebody. So stick around to watch the whole thing, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye everyone. That's all for that episode of Short Rest, but if you want to be there for the next one live, don't forget to head over to twitch.tv forward slash roberthartleygm and click the little love heart to follow the channel. Alternatively, you could wait for it to hit my YouTube channel at roberthartleygm, or if you really enjoy my work and want me to keep making it, head over to patreon.com and consider supporting me a few dollars a month. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening.